Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, April 12, 2019. And on today's report, I will be talking about one of the many termites eating away at the foundation of Western civilization. That is the politically correct movement, specifically how that movement affects our right to speak freely. A recent quote from Paul Craig Roberts says it well, quote, I can remember when words... Now said to be offensive gave no offense to anyone. What has happened is that people have been taught to regard the words as offensive. In quote, I do not believe that people who push the politically correct agenda on us have good intentions. Their intentions are the opposite of good because they want to change the way we think, the way we see reality by changing the words we use, and by changing the meaning of those words, they are apparently doing so because they are opposed to the things which made Western civilization the greatest civilization in history. We were once unique among all civilizations of history, and our civilization was better than any other on earth delivering to us such things as individualism, personal freedom, self-reliance, capitalism, I mean Real capitalism as opposed to the crony capitalism of today, economic liberty, free thought, free speech, so on and so forth. It starts with controlling the words we say, the words we are allowed to use without fear of retribution, such as social media banning and deplatforming, social shaming, loss of job, with it the ability to earn our living using the best gifts that we have, Along with many other things, it is just as Orwell predicted in his book, 1984, where he created the concept of newspeak that was a new version of the language using all kinds of new words, meaning the opposite of what was familiar to us. It was then impossible to think clearly because the words were purposely misdefined. Examples of the misdefinition of words are numerous today, as are examples of the invention of new words to control and define such terms as gender inclusivity, gender fluidity, cultural appropriation, white privilege. Those words are spreading and becoming common, thereby they control our thought process. To some, these terms are just a ridiculous joke, but to others, they define the world. The thinking seems to be that a person should be able to be what he thinks he is, rather than how his birth defines him. If one is born a man and would rather be a woman, then we must pretend that he is a woman. I have a certain degree of sympathy with that argument from the standpoint of human freedom. If a person wants to pretend he is a fence post, that's fine with me as long as I'm free to see him for what he is. If he or she is permitted to see himself or herself any way he or she wants, then why am I not permitted to see that person any way I want. The politically correct crowd crowd, will not allow me that freedom, however they want to legislate, that I must accept the psychologically aberrated as normal. They demand laws, rules, and regulations governing what you say, think, and feel. We must be forced to respect, admire, and pay for the fantasies of a tiny minority. Disapproved speech will soon be criminalized in America as it has been in Europe. Of that, I have no doubt the things we are not permitted to say quite possibly could be hate crimes, and if so, they could be criminally sanctioned. In Michigan right now, a hate crimes database 
is being created by the state's attorney general working with the Department of Civil Rights to create a database of hate and bias incidents that don't rise to the level of crime or civil infraction. The hate crimes unit apparently comes on the advice of the Southern Poverty Law Center, which just issued a report on the rise of hate within the state of Michigan last year. The SPLC paid out millions of dollars in damages for falsely labeling people as hate criminals or extremists. The state of Michigan apparently added the Anti-Defamation League as a consultant as well. That is the organization which takes the view that anti-Zionism is the equivalent of anti-Semitism. Perhaps you've heard the joke, what do you get when you cross the SPLC with the ADL? The answer is 1984. The point is, folks, that speech, i.e. what you say and what you think is being criminalized here in the United States. Some other examples would be virtually every university in this country, but not just this country. The movement has unfortunately spread to the whole world. One of the best examples of this as a worldwide movement is Cardiff University in the United Kingdom. That university banned the use of such words as mankind, homosexual, housewife, man-made, sportsmanship. Some of the improved substitutes are human resources instead of manpower, humanity instead of mankind, fairness, instead of sportsmanship, and instead of polio victim, polio survivor. So in the names of fairness and equality, the university regulates what we can say, which words we may use to say it. They know the words we use control the way we think. It is universities everywhere. Because universities across the world have been controlled by the cultural Marxist in the PC movement for many years, they have been quite successful in their efforts to destroy this civilization that I constantly talk about. They have taken our language, our history, our historical memory, our government, our religion, our freedom of association, our freedom of speech, and now even our children. We've been robbed while we slept. Why do honorable and decent people put up with it? I don't pretend to know the answer to that question, but I can offer a few guesses. Lack of courage, our backbone, if you want to use that term, would be reason number one. Number two would be lack of the philosophical knowledge and ability to refute the arguments that confront them. In other words, they have been taught what to think. Where is all this heading? The first stop would be the system concurrently in Europe as it grows worse and worse each day. Ultimately, the result will be one party, one world, one world system, thinking the thoughts and saying the words that please the global elites who think they own mankind. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. They own humanity, body and soul in Europe now, especially Great Britain, which is the mother country for many of us. It is an offense punishable by imprisonment to say the wrong words to members of select groups favored with protected status. I talked a few times about what happened to Tommy Robinson, but consider now the plight of a 33-year-old woman from Northern Ireland who had the courage to point out that Muslim rape gangs were actually raping young British girls. Jada Franson, who I suppose could be labeled an activist, was asked to come to London to speak when four young girls were brutally raped by a Muslim gang as they visited a convenience store in their neighborhood. Nothing was apparently done. 
to prosecute the men, so the girl's parents asked Jada if she would speak about it publicly, and she did. Rape offends Jada, especially rape of children. She made some leaflets and distributed them in the neighborhood, telling mothers to keep their daughters from that store. She was arrested and sent to prison for nine months. She alleges she was deliberately placed with Muslims in prison who knew who she was and threatened to kill her. Since she was in confinement over Easter and being a devout Catholic, she asked if she could attend Mass, which was apparently conducted in the prison, but the officials said no. They did allow her to have a Bible, however, which she said she read and prayed for the rest of her sentence. She did her nine months day for day. And when released, she requested to return to her family home in Northern Ireland. No, she was told, you may only live in one hotel of our choosing, and it is here in London. That is at your own expense. So essentially, for the next eight months, she was homeless. Jada decided to return to Northern Ireland anyway, but she was arrested at Gatewood Airport. Back into custody she went. Why would the British government treat Jada in such a manner? I would guess it is to send a message to everyone else, and that message is don't resist because resistance is futile. You will be assimilated. She is probably a worse threat to the politically correct system that is destroying our existing civilization than Tommy Robinson because she is both socially and politically conservative. Whereas Tommy is only politically conservative, she is devoutly Catholic, you see. With all that entails, such as pro-life, opposition to the homosexual agenda, and so forth, that's the government's position. But the officials who ordered her arrest and the prison officials who laughed at her vulnerable life in confinement are either sadist or more likely simply brainwashed by their education and their employment, the government, whether America or Great Britain assigns arbiters of truth who create lists of who they determine to be violators of the no speech, except the speech we permit, policy, often those violators have no means to refute the allegations or to defend themselves. The United Kingdom, which of course includes Great Britain, used to pay some attention to the will of the people over there, but no more. See the Brexit controversy as an example. The British are now trying to buy their way out of the EU instead of simply saying, this violates British sovereignty and our people have voted, so goodbye. Finally, folks, is it possible to reverse course on any of this? Possibly, but I doubt it. Because of the brainwashing of a few generations in the school systems of the world, they brainwash our children. They must go to college because without that gender studies degree, they have no way to get a good job. They accumulate lifetime debt, often co-signed by parents and grandparents, which must then be repaid. The process reminds me of the old Soviet Union, where they shot the dissidents and sent their families a bill for the bullets. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.